1: Hey, D-Gens, is the National Championship episode, College Football National Championship, Washington Huskies, and the M-Word Wolverines on Mad Max. Joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, recording this on a Thursday, our third episode today. <laughs> <laughs> Putting in triple, triple uh, overtime here. Um, but just again, the, uh, I'm traveling on Monday, and it's just going to be a cluster, and I'd be remiss if we didn't, have a college football national championship episode. So, here we go. We'll we'll go as long as we, you know, as long as the conversation takes us. If it's a short episode, it's a short episode. I doubt we're going to end up talking an hour about this game, but we got we got a ton of player props, we got over/unders, we've we've got storylines, two undefeated teams. So, uh let's get into this. Uh, I guess we'll kind of set the the table of this uh, uh national championship in Houston. Texas this year at the NRG stadium. Um, weather's looking good. It doesn't look like it's going to be uh, rainy at all. Not much wind, about 70 degrees on the field. Looks like it's going to be a good day. And of course, uh, to get here, the M words had to beat uh, the, the Alabama crimson side, take down their sec rival. And then the Washington Huskies had to beat Texas. The team, that uh beat Alabama in week one, right? That was that was the Alabama alone loss was Texas, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So you got two undefeated teams, 14-0. I again, like it's exciting from a viewer standpoint to have two undefeated teams. I know it doesn't mean that much when you look at strength of the schedule and all of those uh, you know wins that some of these teams get, sometimes a, a, a close loss is is better than some of the wins that these teams get but you know the casual fan the the maxes of the world they want to see the two undefeated teams go at it they don't want to see that one loss blemish on the record we'll probably see more of that starting next year when this opens up to 12 but here we are the two undefeateds panther overall just reaction overall thoughts about these two teams and then we can kind of get into the lines and, and all that
2: well first off We'll do a little bit of flashback. You remember when the, the old show, there was the old Max um, F-U-Jar, right? Every time you dropped an F-bomb, you were supposed to donate <laughs> for, for this episode. And if you utter the M-word. It's going to be a dollar every time you have to say the M-word.
1: I'm trying.
2: <laughs> You've done good so far. You've addressed them as the M-word. But um look, I think most of the time there's always questions about whether – they got it right. Now, Florida State's complete no-show in their bowl game and basically quit and saying, fuck you, we don't care, um, dismisses them as the being in the equation of, did they get it right? This game, the, the final four and this game, I think we got it right. I, I think these are the two teams that needed to be here. I think nobody wanted to see Alabama versus Texas. Um, or a rematch. I'm not a big fan of rematches. Once you beat them once, why do you got to beat them a second time? And where are you if Alabama won that game? So this game, I'm actually really excited about this game. And if I can't root for a team, it's really easy to root against a team. So that's kind of where I'm at. But I, I think overall, when you look at some of the past national title games that we've had and what the expectation is with this national title game, with uh, Washington, the Huskies, versus the Wolverines. Um, this should be a very good game. We'll get deeper into the stats and the strengths and everything, but it really should be Washington's offense against the Wolverine defense. Uh, it's going to be that's the strength versus strength. Um, so we'll dive into that a little deeper as we get uh, you know, more detailed into the game.
1: Yeah, let's talk about the stadium real quick too. As I mentioned, this is at the NRG Stadium in Houston. This is where the yeah, Texans, play. yeah, Houston Texans play, and um, you know they've they've done they've done some you know events there, right? They've they've had uh, you know some big rodeos, they've had uh, soccer matches, hey, gold yeah, cup Auburn. matches. That Wrestle, WrestleMania twenty five has been there. So um, fi- final four, they actually had some final four games there as well. So I mean, it's it's been a place to have uh you know some events now as it goes to bowl games they have had some uh bowl games the texas bowl has been played in the stadium since 2006 and so um there have been some bowl games now here's the interesting thing though is that uh they installed uh, turf Uh, you know, they've got turf matrix turf installed by the Hellas construction company. It's the same uh, one that is in SoFi stadium where uh, Georgia and TCU met for the national title uh, last season. So it will be on turf. Say what you will about that. Um, The turf has resulted in many unders in the games that have been played there. So something to keep in mind with a defensive minded team, like the Wolverines, caught myself there uh and and the turf and the total currently being at 55 and a half right now uh could be a good uh, idea for the total being under what do you think about
0: that
2: i think when you look at the history of both teams so let's go through the schedule real quick of the wolverines they got fat early right East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana, Michigan State. They played nobody. Like the most points they gave up was 10 to Minnesota. But when the the going went tough, you know, they gave up 15 points to Penn State. They gave up 24 points to Maryland. They gave up 24 points to Ohio State. Uh, Iowa, we know everybody knows Iowa has nothing resembling an offense and then they gave up 20 to Alabama. So against the better competition, the Wolverines did give up some points averaging right around about three touchdowns. You look at one, I mean they score. they score a lot. But their defense isn't quite as stout as the Wolverines. They give up some points. They gave up 31 to Texas. They gave up 31 to Oregon. They gave up 21 to Washington State. They gave up 20. I mean, their their one big shining moment was 15-7 to 7 over Arizona State. I'm not sure if that was a, a weather thing or what the deal was with that, but that was a low-scoring game. I do think the big stage, sometimes coaches... Start to overthink things and rip up the explosive plays and get really mundane uh, when they, when they start making their play calling. Um, it's kind of been a knock. I know that was a knock on Brian Kelly when he was at Notre Dame. Like the bigger the game, the smaller the playbook got. So there's always that worry, but I think they play it pretty close to the vest in at least the first half. There's going to be that whole feeling out thing and just test the waters, make sure nobody makes any mistakes, take advantage of opportunities at 55 and a half. I actually do think it is going to be on the under. So if I were to bet this one and I might come Monday, um, I probably would bet the under 55
1: and a half. Let's let I look a little bit of the history of these two teams, uh, the national title game or the national championship has not been synonymous with these two teams in quite a long time. In fact, I do believe that uh, the years that they have won, there was like a split decision, right? That it was before that there was a, a un, you know undisputed champion, right? There was still some discrepancies between who actually was the national champion. Um, oh,
2: that's why we don't let voters decide things that's anymore. That's
1: exactly right. So in 1997, the last time the Wolverines, it was them and Nebraska. And then in 1991, when Washington was there, it was them and Miami, uh, Florida. So uh, been a long time since these uh, these guys were uh, in the dance. And, you know, you talk to the 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 Wolverine fans. And it seems like they're there every year. And yet here you go. Since Jim Harbaugh has returned, this is only uh, there. That was only their third uh, college football playoff game that they had played in and they were owned to previously. So he finally got the monkey at the back and won a college football playoff game. And now he's fighting for the national championship. Let's get into the meat of the conversation here, Panther. Let's look at the line. The line here is at four and a half For the Wolverines. Minus four and a half. Washington getting four and a half. And since this line came out. It has been stuck there. Now again we're doing this on a Thursday. So I highly advise you. And this is not a shameless plug to join the Asylum. Because we make no money from the Asylum. Panther says it every episode. It's free to join our Discord. The link is in our description. I highly advise. If if you're interested in betting this game. Join the Asylum to get. Panthers, up to the minute, last minute, like, picks and, and what he was going to do up until the game time here on, on Monday, but also uh, the rest of the D-Gens to see what they're going to do here. Sex Panther. Disrespect Washington getting the four and a half, or is this line exactly where it should be?
2: Um, I don't have a problem with the line. I think there's been a somewhat love affair with the Wolverines. They seem to have been the darling from the preseason. They were getting a lot of love. Uh, They dominated the bad teams and they beaten the good teams. So um, I don't have a problem with the line. I don't think there's anything shady going on here. But what I will say is Washington has been continually disrespected. I'll go back to that Pac-12 championship game. Vegas did not give Washington a chance against the Oregon Ducks, and Washington did nothing but manhandle them. They owned the Oregon Ducks. Now, they gave them a little bit more of a chance against Texas, but same thing. You go back and look at that Texas game, they could not get any pressure on uh, Michael Penix Jr. at all. Zero sacks, three tackles for loss in the entire game. Uh, so I really feel like it's not an over love affair with the Wolverines as much as it might be some disrespect to the, they just can't get it. And part of that is also the PAC 12 has been living in the shadow of the big 10 and the sec for a long time. And every time and a PAC 12 team gets in USC, Oregon, any these, these teams get in the playoff, they get slapped around like an ugly stepchild. And I think, it shouldn't matter because those teams have nothing to do with this Huskies team. But I think sometimes those things do play a factor. When I'm looking at this game and I look at the resume of both teams, I I I just I think it's pretty even. I I really do think this is going to be strength versus strength, and I I think it'll be closer than the four and a half. But I, I think this is going to be a, a really good game.
1: So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? No, no, we can still talk a little bit because I got I got a couple more things before, before we get okay. into that. Um, so let's, you know, look at the history of these teams as well a little bit more. Uh, for those uh, Wolverine fans that might be scoffing at like, oh, well, you know, they've got such a rich history. They do have 11 national championship, It's the same as Notre Dame Panther. So a little bit on the line for you here, much like I am a Celtics fan, that if, if the Lakers ever win another title, that they jump over the Celtics and I'd, I'd vomit like just for hours. There is that opportunity that if the Wolverines win this one, they will leapfrog Notre Dame and get their 12th national title. Now, as I mentioned last time that uh, they did, that was 1997, prior to that, 1948. So it was a little bit of a... Uh, a uh, long period of time between them getting a national title, um, and it's been a while since they did. Uh, Washington, this would be their third if they ever did it, uh, if they do it this year. Uh, last time, 1991, as I mentioned, and then 1960 was the first time they did that. Um, call Call me shocked. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be. College football national titles have been here for, you know— well over a hundred and something years. So I shouldn't be shocked by this. Probably 150, 160 years. Uh, Princeton and Yale with the most. <laughs> Princeton has 28 and Yale has 27. <laughs> uh, but it has been since 1927, since Yale lasted in 1950, since Princeton. And oh, by the way, Alabama has 18 and they've got a bunch since uh, the 90s. But I digress. Okay, so uh, I, I listen, I kind of agree with you uh, talking about like this is to me like a field goal game. Uh possibly an overtime game. I think this, you know, and I I I like I love the under by the way. I'm I'm probably going to bet the under in this one. Uh and since I love the under, I think it's got to be like a lower scoring close game. You know, maybe overtime, maybe a field goal or uh you know, possibly like a uh you know, a, a Preventing a touchdown, or, or you know, like a very very similar stop to how the Wolverines uh, beat Alabama last week. But I I like this to be a close game. Now, what are you betting? Are 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 you betting the M words here, or are you betting with the points and and taking Washington?
2: Here here's the deal. When you look at these two teams, styles make fights, right? I mean, I'm talking about the Wolverines defense and the Huskies offense ignore all the fluff the, the, the who gives a shit games when you look at the biggest games the big games for the Wolverines Penn State they gave up the, the most points they had on the season against Ohio State gave up 24 the most points that they had in the season against Alabama they gave up the second most points they had on the season at 20 when you go at Washington their big games Oregon That was a total of 69 points against uh, USC. That was a total of 94 points between the two teams. Of course, USC doesn't play defense. Against Utah, you were looking at 63 points. Oregon, again, 65 points. Texas, 68 points. The bigger the game, the more points that were scored. So... I don't know if the under is the play. It's just something that's just kind of a little food for thought. But as far as this game goes, they're going to go toe-to-toe. I think they're going to trade punches. If the Wolverines win, it won't be by four and a half points. I'm with you. I think this is probably a field goal game, possibly an overtime game. But the reality is the Washington Huskies have more than a puncher's chance. I will not be surprised... If they win this game, Michael Penix Jr. has thrown for so many yards. He's thrown, he threw for 430 last week, 319 against Oregon, 450 and 409 and 473 were his first three games of the season. I don't know why nobody was talking about this kid. He's had a magical season and I think it would just be very poetic if he could finish it by hoisting that trophy I'm betting the Washington Huskies with the four and a half, and I probably will sprinkle a little bit on the money line because I think they can win this game outright.
1: Uh, now that you mentioned that, the money line here is plus one sixty for the Huskies or minus one ninety-two for uh the Wolverines to straight up win this. I'm yeah, I'm gonna take the Huskies too with the four and a half. I I I unfortunately for you, I genuinely do think that the Wolverines win this one. I, I I just have a feeling that they're going to, but they're going to with their defense. They're going to stop Washington somehow. It's I, I like this kid. I I don't know if I can call him a kid. He seems old. Like Penix Jr. Is, is he doesn't seem like a junior. He seems like a senior, uh, because he is a senior in college and he's been in college since 2018. So, I mean, he's, he's not as old as some of other quarterbacks that maybe the Rams drafted, but, uh, (laughs)
2: <laughs> you remember that you remember the covid year the magical season yeah, the indiana Hoosiers yeah. mm-hmm. had yep yeah. michael Penix jr
1: yep that's right so there we go hand in hand lockstep we are betting the huskies and we can say washington 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 all we want so we're betting the that's Washington true. huskies guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie
0: Couple of prop bets.
1: How about we look at some prop bets before we close out here? You mentioned Michael Penix Jr., his over-under for passing yards 291.5. Can he do that against the Wolverines defense? Um,
2: uh, yes, and I think he's gonna have to. I mean, if Washington's gonna win this game, it's gonna be because of their offense. Their defense is prone to giving up some points. Um, and if they're gonna score, they're gonna have to get into the, the 20s uh to to win this game, you know, cuz I expect the Wolverines to probably be at least in, in the low 20s. So, yes. Um even you could just round that number off and say is he going to get to 300? I say Michael Penix Jr is going to get over the 291, 293, whatever that number was. Uh yes, I would bet the over here.
1: Yeah, I get two ninety one and a half. and a half. Uh most of the books have this at two ninety seven and a half. and a half. So you might That's have to get <laughs> you might have to get over the 300. Uh What else you want to know on the flip side mccarthy is only at 196 and a half or in fact i see this 190 and a half wow i see 190 and a half for mccarthy so uh that is an incredible difference between these two quarterbacks a hundred yard difference
2: yeah and and if you go back and look at his season I mean, he put up 221 against Alabama, but we talked about the big games, right? Against Ohio State, he threw for 148. Against Maryland, he threw for 141. Against Penn State, he only threw for 60 yards. The guy only went over 300 yards one time all season, and that was against Purdue. Um, So, yeah, it's not the game. This is a run-oriented team and a defense-oriented team. If they need McCarthy to throw, they're probably behind and chasing points. Um, I think I'm gonna have to lean the under here. I don't. He's not gonna touch 200 yards.
1: All right, let's look at uh, passing touchdowns uh, over 1.5. Here you go. Over 1.5. Penix minus 194. McCarthy plus 110. So they are thinking that Penix is gonna throw for multiple, multiple touchdowns in this one
2: yeah no value on the two touchdowns and he they scored 37 points against Texas and he only threw for two touchdowns um a lot of times they get close and then it's red zone and they run or kick field goals some um, you know touchdowns are going to be tough to come by against this Wolverines defense i probably wouldn't bet it because there's no value right you got to lay 200 to win 100 uh i'm i'm probably not there but i think he gets there i just there's no value on that bet.
1: All right. Uh what else you want to look at? You want to look at some rushing yards maybe?
2: Yeah, I'm looking at yeah. some rushing yards. I've got the uh top running backs for each team here.
1: Okay. So we got uh I believe Corum is one of the running backs, correct? Correct. He's, he's on
2: that other team.
1: And he is at one Oh five and a half. and
2: Wow. I don't know how they came up with that number. He went over 100 yards twice all season. Once against Bowling Green, and coincidentally at Penn State when McCarthy only threw for 60 yards. He got 83 against Alabama, 88 against Ohio State, I mean 97 against Rutgers. He went over 100 twice all season. I don't see it. I'm probably going to have to bet the under here.
1: Alright, and that is Blake Quorum, if I believe I am correct there. Um McCarthy, the QB, right? Twenty-one yeah. and a half.
2: I think he's over that. McCarthy actually is a real threat ball. The guy is very capable um of moving the the, the ball with his legs and getting keeping drives alive. Uh, especially if he gets flushed out. And a lot, of, a lot of what the Wolverines do are designed runs. But I think that also plays into why his pass numbers are so low is because he's is very capable runner. He'll tuck it and take off if the pressure's there. 21 and a half is not very many. He could get that in one play. I like the over for McCarthy. Okay, did uh,
1: the Washington Huskies lose a running back or something? Because um, and, it looks like... Tebow Rogers is the running back that is listed in this game. And from what I can see, he's only got one game under his belt.
2: Uh, yeah. Back at Michigan state, Johnson has been the, pretty much the starter all hmm. season. I don't I've been running back. Johnson expected to play seven.
1: Okay. There you go.
2: That's a big boost because he's been their bell cow. That's their Um, So obviously we can't give you anything to bet on him, but he went for 49 against Texas. I'm going to guess that's where he got banged up against Oregon. He went for 152 against Washington state. He went for 82 against Utah, who has a very good defense. He went for 104 and against USC, their Swiss cheese defense. He ran for 256 yards. Uh, I don't know what his number is going to be, but man, if you can get it north of I don't know, 70, 80 yards against the Wolverine defense. I might eyeball the over.
1: Yeah, not seeing anything for him right now. However, for uh, it's it's uh Dylan Johnson, right? That's uh the, the right. running back we're talking about here. Uh you can get anytime TD scorer, uh minus one forty or first touchdown score plus six fifty for Mr. Johnson. Uh the I guess the worst odds or the most likely odds is Quorum plus three forty to get the first touchdown score, and then minus three twenty for an anytime score. So, it does seem like if the Wolverines are going to score a touchdown, it's going to be more than likely on the ground.
2: You know, when when you look at that, I th- this is typical of the Wolverines. They start off very slow because they are defensive oriented, right? They try to set the tone, set the pace, and a lot of times against good opponents. They give up the first score. They did it last week against Alabama. Alabama got the first score. So honestly, if I was going to bet like a first score, it probably would be either Dylan Johnson or Michael Penix Jr.
1: All right. That should do it. Any final thoughts on the – this is it. This is the last college football playoffs with four teams in it. Uh, The last national championship, that will be decided with a four-team playoff. Uh, final thoughts,
2: Sex Panther. Yeah, final thoughts are this. My work schedule sucks because I'm going to have to watch highlights while I'm driving, getting ready for the Tuesday morning show because I can't stay up and watch it. But I, I think this should shape up to be one of the better national title games we've ever had. Um, I almost kind of hope it goes into overtime. Like, I think this is going to be a really good game. We didn't talk much about Harbaugh, but I think there's pressure on Harbaugh to win this game. He didn't win any. He didn't win the national title at Stanford, and he had a very good see or very good seasons there. Remember, he had that guy named Andrew Luck. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Um, he Pretty good. Lost Pretty good. the Super Bowl at, at San Francisco, um, and so so the guy's built a winner, right? He is a proven winner. The one thing not on his resume. He's not a champion. I think there's a lot of pressure on Harbaugh to get this one. Um, and I hope he does. Kind of. Sort of. So we can get him out of there and get somebody else and <laughs> go back to the Wolverines losing ways. But uh, um, yeah, that, I, I think this is going to be a great game. And I think uh, well, I'm looking forward to the D-Gens shooting the shit about this on Monday as we the game. pretty sure. Obviously, there's no NFL and My guess is there might not even be any NBA or really light NBA slate that day as well.
1: That's right. So with that, Sex Panther, I guess, take us
2: home. One more time. It's almost like you guys haven't heard this. I don't know when you're going to hear these shows, but Max is probably tired of me. We did three shows in one day. Uh, Sometimes you got to do what you got to do to accommodate real life work schedules you know the things that pay the bills but i've actually enjoyed it i i've i've enjoyed this run that max and i are having and i hope you guys are too if you have not joined our discord get in here join the asylum Shoot not only shoot the shit with max and i but the rest of the guys great group of guys get in here and holler with them they talk everything i mean literally everything probably sports that we can't even mention or forgot about But uh, do that, shoot the shit with us, call us out by name, we'll holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you bet over the weekend, what you're betting in this game, and when it's all said and done, kids, let's make some money, fools. This show
1: is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.